five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Hello and welcome to Truth, Beer, and Podsequences. So this is the podcast where my co-host and I listen to all the Cincinnati-based craft beer podcasts from the previous week, and we get together here at our podcast host, our gracious podcast host, Higher Gravity Summit Park, and we give our version of the truth of how those podcasts went. Now, hopefully there aren't too many consequences from the hosts of the other podcasts, and so far, so good. I am Marco, I'm a taproom manager here locally, and it's time it is time to introduce the best co-host in Podcastlandia. I don't know about that, but thank you, Marco. I am Julia, and besides being the best podcast co-host in Podcastlandia, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. am a drinker of all the craft beer in the Cincinnati area, mm-hmm. and I love to write uh, parodies and just funny, amusing stories about beer, mostly during beer vent season, which, man, we're almost there. We're yeah. like a month and a half away. That's yeah, going to freeze like on, what is it, Friday? Friday or something, yeah. So if yeah. you have not bought your beer vent box from Higher Gravity, do it now before they sell out. They will not make you one if you decide after the fact that you want one. Go to HigherGravityCraftHouse.com. That's H-A-U-S. Uh, go to the, the store link on the website and pre-order your beer vent box. It'll be ready around the week before the week leading up to Thanksgiving. Those dates are still to be determined while the amazing people here at Higher Gravity continue to talk to local breweries and get dates set for when they're going to get special beers in, the beers that they've ordered in, all that good stuff. So, so go get you one. Yeah, and direct quote uh, from the Higher Gravity team, it's going to be dope. Hell yeah. Yeah, One direct might also quote. say, bussin' bussin'. Okay. Or even a triple bussin', no cap. I'm, I'm excited. Right. I am Give me excited. one word on how to describe the, uh, the beer vent box. Superfly. Ah, <laughs> superfly. Excellent. Never, never said I could count. Just throwing that out there. Excellent work, so, Julia. Since we are a craft beer podcast, we typically are drinking craft beer while mm-hmm. we record. So I want to go ahead and, and even and when we're not recording, and, um, and, and even when as long we're as we're not recording. driving. Uh, exactly. Other than that, we're usually or working. Yes. And then sometimes work kind of <laughs> for you for some of us <laughs> includes craft beer. Sometimes it doesn't. Sadly, not for me. So Marco, what yet. is uh, what is it yet? <laughs> you never know. Eventually, that flask you never may know. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. What is in your glass right now? Ah, uh, an old favorite, Julia. I got Rothaus Pills. Hell yeah! Very nice. Good, good, solid uh, beer to, to drink. Yeah. Over the course of the time that we've uh, had our podcast, I've had this many times. It's true. It's Always delivers, never excellent. misses. Excellent, excellent. What you got, Julia? Uh, I am drinking from Hoofhearted or Hoofarted, depending on how you want to combine the words there. Right. They're Dukes. I see what you did there. You see what I did there? Yeah. They're Dukes of Ripstick, which is a six percent ABV pale ale, and it is pretty tasty. Yeah. I'm enjoying. First time I've had this one, and uh, I'm liking it. Liking it a lot. Good. Yeah. So uh, awesome. Did uh, Did you happen to listen to any Cincinnati craft beer podcasts this past week? I did. Not only did you listen to some, Ooh. you participated. Ah, uh, spoiler one. alert. Yes, that, that's going to be fun. So you have listened to the latest episode of the Bruce Guys Happy Hour? I did. Happy to happy to see a new episode. Same. Same. I was very excited about that one. Uh, Cincy Brewcast. Yes. Yeah, cool. All right. I feel that. Uh, I listened. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe more. Oh, interesting. I tried to listen during, but was, it was you loud. Know, preoccupied and it, it was, was a loud. Show. But uh, then I re-listened after. And then uh, the shiftiest of beers. Shift beers. Yep. Awesome. Well, do you want to do what we typically do and end with shift beers? Do we want Cincy Brewcast at the start or in the middle? Uh, let's do Cincy Brewcast in the middle. All right. And yes. then we'll drink in between. Yes, because your glass will be empty by the time we're done with the Bruce Guys Happy Hour recap. Oh, my God. I'm, Are we going to talk that long? Well, you only have like a third of a glass left. It's like before. a quarter of a glass. Yeah, yeah, it is closer to a quarter. And you're a much faster drinker than I am. Uh, thank you. Yes. That, that's, just, that's just purely more more on, on me than, than you. <laughs> okay. All right. So, Bruce Guy's Happy Hour. This is episode 11 with Dave Heydrich from Oldenburg Brewery. Yeah. Which people might be saying, I've never heard of that, or I haven't heard that name in a long time. 
it was, I've known the name, but I didn't know the story behind it. So this was absolutely amazing to hear from the source himself, mm-hmm. the the rise and fall, the Icarus story of them as right. uh, as Mike Morgan was very spot on in, in describing it as. Yeah. Uh, Oldenburg Brewing Company was the, as I said, the Icarus of local craft beer. There is actually a really good article about Oldenburg Brewery on thegnarlygnome.com. So if oh. you want some dates, uh, it's not a super long article to read, but after I listened to the episode, I just Googled Oldenburg and the gnome site was one of the first ones that popped up. So that was really cool to get nice. a little additional information on that. What I thought was cool about this is Mike actually bartended yes. at Oldenburg Brewery when they had a, a location at the airport. Mm-hmm. And Dave was like, oh, well, maybe you took some of my beer classes that we did for, for all of our employees. And Dave's like, er, I'm sorry, Mike was like, Mike, I, I did. Mike brings the great. D. Morgan. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, it was... I don't know. I thought it was a really, really cool tie-in and connection that that both Brett and Mike had with the story that you know Dave wasn't aware of. But he's like, "Oh, holy cow! Do you do you remember this? Did you remember that? I barely remember that we had a, a location at the airport because in a very short amount of time they almost had a ton of locations, right? A ton of employees, which was kind of also the crux of it of the story." It's really interesting because the story itself starts out very well and so positive, right? And, and it's uh, uh, a brewery that um, gets funded, gets well-funded, mm-hmm. has a good idea, a good concept. Sure. Uh, they find uh, an excellent brewer. So you've got good beer, good concept. You've got funding. You've got essentially a, so many pieces. You know, you've got 75, 80, 90% of the pieces you need to make right. it successful. Right. And then you even have... Once you open, uh, people wanting to open more locations and, and uh, essentially invest in, in growing and in growth. And you're like, wow, this is this is a story where this is a story that this can't miss. But right, right. us having the, the luxury of you know, knowing that it didn't make it, we know that it didn't make it. And so they tell you the story from the person himself right. on how it didn't make it. And then they, they talk in the beginning about how they get started and how some of the other people that they uh, talked about in some of the earlier episodes of Mm -hmm. Bruce Guy's Happy Hour were sort of, uh, I don't want to say resources necessarily, but... um, They made appearances in in the storyline of of Oldenburg Brewing Company. Yes. And and they did some really cool, um, some really cool ideas that, it really, it's it's a damn shame that they didn't make it. And they were uh, before their time. Yes, is I think part of it. Some of the things that they were trying to do were, they were all absolutely amazing ideas. And if someone did them today, or even even ten years ago, or five years or, after they closed, exactly, exactly. One of the big examples of that. That again, we want you guys to listen to this episode because it's it's phenomenal, it's it's spectacular. But I, we definitely want to let you know some of the highlights, at least what we think are the highlights, sure. to encourage you to listen. Julia, why don't you look at my notes? Okay, so let me slide your notes over here, Marco. Your can notes you read those? Barely, but the key words that I can read uh-huh. almost mirror my notes exactly. Ah, I, love I knew it. it. I love it. I knew it. Beer camp that they started in, I believe it was the 90s. Kind of can't read your, your numbers there, or maybe those are my numbers. It was a kind of like a, a adult camp, basically, where they had like beer paired dinners. You know, you would, you would pair a certain food with a certain style or type of beer, they had home brewing classes. They had speakers. They and covered like, uh, what do I have written down here? National or were the beer camps? I'm sorry, were covered in both national and international news. Yes, it was basically the the beer conventions, the the brewers conventions that happened today. Right before they really got as as big as popular as uh, as important mm-hmm. as they are today. I thought that was super super cool. Uh, they went from one location to five locations and almost 600 employees. And then that's where Dave kind of said, and that's where things started to 
hit that downward slope. Yeah. And so you can hear him explain exactly what what went wrong. Or I don't even know if it went wrong. They just weren't prepared for it. Right. I guess is, is a better I, way to say that. Yeah, I think so. I don't think they did anything wrong. Uh, well. All things considered, with everything that it was, if like the business plans, what they what they had wanted to do, the the goals. I feel like the plan was fine. Well, when when they started to expand and got approached by a group that uh, ran uh, Chi-Chi's and mm-hmm. what other um, business? Chi-Chi's was the one that stuck out to me because I kept thinking their fried ice cream commercial as they were talking. So <laughs> it was. There were other businesses. We don't have to spoil everything for you. You can go and listen. But Chi-Chi's, which and it, you it, should go and listen as a restaurant chain, isn't around and hasn't been around for. Um, probably 20, 25 years. However, the salsa lives on. You can get it at the grocery store, Chi-Chi Salsa, <laughs> which, by the way, is uh, my wife's preferred brand of salsa, really? going all the way back to when we met each other back in the 90s. Um, nice. And back when Chi-Chi's was actually a, a place you could go to. Yeah, there, uh, was, there was one on the west side. But they closed before Chi-Chi's closed. Right. So right. the the you had people who knew how to run restaurants wanting mm-hmm. to... to buy into the business or franchise, whatever mm-hmm. it may be. And it, you had uh, a business that raised a bunch of money. You had a beer uh, a beer mecca in events that people had to go to. People like uh, Jim Cook, people mm-hmm. like um, Charlie Papazian, people like, uh, oh God, um, his name just totally left my mind. Uh, the uh, Don't owner. spoil all of it. I won't. Okay. Well, let me put it to you this way. Let me saving you a little bit there. Let me put it to you this way. You get all these guys, these beard people in a room, Mm -hmm. and you go, billionaire, billionaire, not billionaire. How about that? Right. Go listen. Right. Absolutely. Uh, And also one of the cool things about it is after there, because it was more of a brew house. They did have a restaurant side to, Mm -hmm. to what they were doing. So it wasn't just a tap room. This was more of a... You know, all-encompassing, get everything, your food, your beer, everything right. in one place. And, and at the time, Rock Bottom only had a couple of locations. Right, right. After they opened, a lawyer actually called them about a collection of, and I'm going to, hopefully I say this right, Buriana? Sure. Big collection, like thousands upon thousands of pieces of craft beer history saying, hey, the owners of this want somewhere to display it and put it. Will you guys do that at your locations? So basically, they went Cracker Barrel on all this shit. And yeah. Just put it all over the walls, all over everything. So no matter where you turned, you were looking at pieces of craft brewing history, which would have been really amazing to see. They didn't mention where that went when everything closed right. down. So I'm kind of curious if... Uh, if any hopefully. of that stuff exists somewhere, yeah, hopefully, hopefully it does. It, hopefully it went somewhere. Maybe some of it's in the Smithsonian. Could, could you possibly. Never know. You never know. You never know. Thank you, Margo. When, when we got towards the end of this episode, something that kind of popped into my head, and maybe you picked up on this because you gave us a couple weeks ago your top five things about opening a brewery that came from Brew Skies. Yeah. As I'm listening to, and I don't know why it hit me this episode specifically, this podcast, the Bruce Guy's Happy Hour podcast, is not can not only be seen as a historical podcast, as you know, an interview style where you get to learn about the history of craft beer in America. You could also listen to these episodes as a how to run a business podcast. Sure. Because every single episode digs fairly deeply without it being too nuance into running a business the good the bad these are the decisions that i didn't know i had to make these are the people that influenced me to go this way versus that way this is kind of where the business went wrong and what we did to either correct the path or unfortunately you know weren't able to correct the path so this i don't know we can't say enough good stuff about the bruce guys happy hour podcast because it is such a huge podcast all things considered, it touches on, like I said, the history. It touches on kind of how to run a business, how to run a brewery, what goes in and out of making a brewery work or not work. I, it's I don't great. know. I, I am so excited and, and proud that it comes out of Cincinnati. Uh, I am as well. And not only is the content great from 
the, the guest perspective, but also the two hosts have a really fantastic uh, relationship and, and, and the way that they go about the podcast. I can't do anything but, you know, respect and hope mm -hmm. that uh, uh, we and, and what we do uh, can be in our own way as good as they are at doing what they do, because right. it, it's it's a it's a very great combination of uh, the two of them having a lot of knowledge uh, from many different aspects, as well as the two of them understanding how to interview and how right. to how right. to play off each other as well as that. And go listen to the interview because I believe it's in the recap or it's towards the end uh, where Brett is willing to pay Mike uh, to go <laughs> and do something. Yes, their their post interview commentary is one of my favorite parts about mm -hmm. the episodes because it's just them going, man, and, and we can relate on this level, but also, man, did you hear about this and some of the things that come out of it, such as, you know, what is, you know, where is the money going to be exchanged between Brett and Mike? Because that was, that was pretty damn funny. Yep. Um, I will say one of the last notes that I had on the episode, besides nostalgia tastes delicious, was something that Dave brought up about the best line that never made it into oh, an article yes. that was written. And this isn't the entire quote that was not in an interview, or that wasn't an interview but wasn't published. So definitely check out the episode to hear more about how marketing is to sales what masturbation is to sex. There you go. I mean, what other reasons do you need to go and listen? Yeah, I mean, I'm sold. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's, that's it. Yes, episode 11, Bruce Guy's Happy Hour. Check it out. If it's the, your first episode listening, you can almost listen to any of these, not sure. in any, any order. This yeah, it's not necessarily chronological. No, no, not at all. Some of the things they reference do pull from older episodes. Yeah. But these can all be standalone. If you're only interested in, you know, Oldenburg Brewing Company, listen to this episode. If you're only interested in Fritz Magtag, listen to that episode. They did drop a hint that an interview with Jim Cook should be coming. I don't know if that's a done deal or if it's kind of a, oh, we're, we're speaking it into the universe. It is going to happen, but yeah, that that's going to be awesome. Absolutely. Going to be awesome. So thank you to Brett and Mike for another brilliant episode. Yeah. Your glass is empty. Just want to say, Brett and Mike, uh, we are at a bar at uh, Higher Gravity. Yes. And, uh, well, not the Northside location, but yeah. we are at uh, Summit Park here uh, almost every Tuesday. And yeah. uh, haven't seen you at the bar yet. Nope, not just yet. Just saying. Not yet. Might, might have to try to stalk them down at Northside and just see what happens. Oh, my God. My hands were shaking <laughs> when I was driving in the West Side. <laughs> when we talk about uh, Cincy Brewcast, we'll have to talk about uh, your West Side adventures. Sure. Yes, but you need another beer. I do. So let's take a quick break, and we will be back at you covering Cincy Brewcast. Well, but even some West Coast IPAs that I've gotten are hazy. Well, they done did it wrong. They done did it terrible. All right, you ready to, uh, to get back into this? Yeah. Let's do it. All right, guys, we made it back. You have a new beer. I have the I same do. beer because I'm a slow-ass drinker, but, you know, it's cool. I've had so, it on the pod before. It's uh, Trey, the amber from Fretboard. So good. That was my shift beer when uh, when I got here today. Nice. Yes. So let's uh, let's jump right on into Season 8 episode, or I'm sorry, Volume 8. Yeah. Even though in the episode descriptions it's an S8, so I say Season. If it was a V, I'd say Volume, so I know you might want to look into that but uh volume 8 episode 20 of the cincinnati brewcast which was done live down at braxton brewing covington was it it was wow because there was wow. a very special event <laughs> wow. wow there was a very special event happening that uh that warranted a live show okay good yes it was the release of big sis big sis seven big sis seven a bohemian or czech pilsner and it is really, as Gnome put in the episode title, Craft Beer Personified. It was delicious. It was incredibly good. It was a little hoppier than what I was expecting. Loved but it. man, it was delicious. Oh, so it was so good. If you are anywhere near Braxton Brewing Covington and you see that it's still on tap, definitely get you some. A dollar from every pint sold. I believe it's a dollar. You might have to correct me on that one, Gnome. Goes to Brewhouse Dog Bones. 
to the amazing stuff that that they do right. uh, in their business. There was a raffle that again all the money went to Brewhouse Dog Bones. I think he said that there was a little over six hundred dollars ish raised for that for awesome. the raffle, which is amazing. I put a nice chunk in. Yeah, like likewise. Yeah. Likewise, Mark and I were down there. We were there. Spoiler the alert. Spoiler alert. We were there. And spoiler alert, you, if you remember, were on the episode. I do remember. You were the guest host, which yeah. is freaking awesome. Which was awesome because I wasn't expecting that. I was there to, no. per, you know, participate in the in the festivities. Um, Celebrate, drink some beers, hang out. And, yeah. And then and was like, so uh, I need a co-host. And then he just kind of pointed at you and you're like, guess I'm doing this. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so what I think we should do is cover the episode first because it's a little, I always feel like it's a little awkward because I also make an appearance later on you in do. the episode. Spoiler alert. I, I hate trivia so much. I like it, but I don't like it in that format. You did great. I, I it was know, fun. It's all know. in fun. It was. It was. It was It was. It was a blast. It was one of those uh, I know that I'm not going to know as much as I like to think I know kind of situations, but we'll get to that. And then when we're done recapping the episode, I want us to talk a little bit about just kind of our experiences because you had an experience getting to Braxton. Oh, geez. Which, uh, oh, God. Just, just, just a little bit of, of fun going on there. So, all of the voices that you hear on this episode of Cincy Brewcast it is Gnome, it is Marco, it is Eric from Darkness Brewing, it is myself, and it is. Andy from Alexandria Brewing. Yep. Not all at the same time. Two of the voices are just near the end. You're throughout the entire episode. Right. Uh, Eric showed up kind of like halfway-ish through. This episode covers why Big Sis at Braxton specifically is important. Yes. Which I really, really liked. I liked that No made sure to cover the history of, of Mike and what Cincy Brewcast meant to Mike and how he wanted this to be a way of kind of bringing the craft beer community together, even though I don't think that any of them were able to see that bigger picture from the very beginning because it was, oh, we know we want to talk about beer. We know we want to talk about local craft beer. Oh, what, what else do we do? How do we do this? Right. And, and so Gnome goes into just wonderful, wonderful stories about getting started you brought up some great questions about did you have segments that kind of fell into and out of Cincy Brewcast as it developed into what we now know it as so you get to learn a lot about the podcast as it is today yeah and you know even more about how it started yes Um, and that that was very cool and I mean it 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 was it was really neat. Number one to to be asked to to co-host, and then um, for a special day like that, and then uh, it was really neat to to go through the history of of the podcast because I I really feel like after hearing that, like I probably started listening to the podcast only only a couple of months after the podcast mm-hmm. came out. Yeah. So to to be able to for me hear the years and the history and follow along. Like, I know, I know this because I was listening. Right? Yeah. And, you, you heard know, those transitions of, and those evolutions yes. as it went. Yes. I really like how Gnome went over each, again, as we kind of said in the beginning, they don't have seasons, they have volumes for Cincy Brewcast. And I really liked how Gnome kind of recapped each of those volumes from volume one up through, we're now in volume eight, and how things developed and transitioned both with Mike being involved and then after after his passing there have been a total of 332 episodes of Cincy Brewcast that's amazing there have been 323 different guests over those 332 episodes and 75% of those guests were named Andy so Gnome has pretty much declared. Everybody's named Andy. He's pretty much declared. I am and then never the rest going of them to have. Yeah. Are named Josh. Josh. Yes. So Gnome kind of kind of threw out a thing saying, you know what, I'm never having another person co-host who's named Andy because it's just it's too much. They're all, Although Andy they're all over the place. Did a good job. He did. I thought that was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. That Gnome always had someone to bounce stuff off of that wasn't necessarily tied to the brewery that was being 
I feel bad calling them interviews, even though that's what they are, but because they're conversations. It's more than just an interview. Here's a question. Here's a response kind of thing. They, they talk, they go in depth about it. So calling them interviews, it, I feel like is a disservice. Well, it's better than calling them a deposition. <laughs> I mean, you know, yes, yes. I'm going to depose you now. <laughs> yes or no answers only. Yes or no answers only, please. Right. <laughs> Man, there were so many good stories that that they brought up. Uh, Noam played some clips like the original yes. intro music, yep. some little clips about like where from the beer fridge came from, all that, which for the longest time when I first started listening, I thought for, I don't know why, this is just the way that my, my brain twists stuff sometimes. I thought it said roll the beer fridge, like roll the tape, and I'm like, huh, roll the beer fridge. Yeah, that's roll kind of the an, beer fridge. That's kind of an inter- I'm not. That's what I don't they understand. did is they took the <laughs> they beer fridge it, and they put rolled it on its it side into, and rolled it into the room that they were recording, and then they it rolled in. it back out yeah. when they were done recording. So, you know, you, you can see how easily. At least you didn't start a hashtag roll the beer fridge. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> but I do I do feel like. And, and like this, the mic cart. This, oh, God. The Bengals mic cart is my favorite mic cart of all time. It is the best. Although, and this this could be me projecting this onto our podcast from Cincy Brewcast because the gnome has helped us out so very much, which you touched on in the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he made our intro, outro, stinger music. Yes. And listening to him play the original Cincy Brewcast intro with Mike, you know, counting down, okay, you know, three, two, one, go... I'm like, man, there's there's that parallel between what Gnome created for our intro. Oh, with, it is. Whether it's intentional or not, but I'm like, that's kind of a again potentially un potentially unintentional. That sounded odd. Connection that just makes me really, really proud to be part of the Cincinnati craft beer podcasting community. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool. Very, very, very cool. One thing that. I, a question I thought of after listening to this episode that I wish I would have thought to ask Noam during the show or even while we were all down there hanging out for Big Sis Day is what made him decide that he wanted to continue the podcast after Mike's passing. Like I know that he talked a bit on, on the podcast about how he had the idea for drinking with the Gnome and he even asked Mike, hey, would you mind right. I do this other podcast? So I think podcasting has always been in his in his vision like in his plan but just kind of curious what made Cincy Brewcast worth continuing and 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 continuing to build and to make it what we all know it as today and he he was very I don't want to say he was casual about it but what he did is he touched on it uh there's a there's an acronym in business. It's called AIM. I won't go into it. You can Google it. But anyways, the point is you just acknowledge and essentially move on. Mm-hmm. And he um, talked about the, the podcast and then Mike's passing. And he said, well, now I had to do the show and I had to go forward and I had to figure that out. And your question is exactly right. Sure, well, it's like hold you, on. Technically, you, you didn't have to. Yeah, so, so it's you like, actually what? had a choice yeah. to not continue. And right. what made you choose to continue? Right. Like I could see continuing it for a period of time as kind of like making sure that what Mike wanted to do didn't just cease, you know, that day or, or sure. what have you. But there is definitely a, a point in time to where you make a decision on I'm going to continue doing this even though kind of the the figurehead is no longer part of the picture for whatever reason or I'm just going to go ahead and continue down the my own path that I was working on drinking with the gnome to use that example right so it's it's kind of something that I am curious I, about and, it, and next time that I see him which uh, Monday October the 10th fretboard brewing blue ash the gnome will be live doing his uh Final finale, finally finale, as I think we've said before, yes, the uh, for Oktoberfest quest. And I, I understand mm-hmm. that it was an extension of what he was doing as a blogger, right? Uh, right. And and so I get that. But yes, you're right. Uh, when we talked in Bruce Guy's happy hour, not to give too much away because you should go and listen, but uh, there were several points where they talked about exit strategy, right? Well, that was a that was a, a point 
in the 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 show lineage where i mean you could make a decision there sure and so sure uh and he did he made a decision right and he decided to continue on uh which several years later he talks about the evolution of the podcast yeah. all the way through to where he ends up uh becoming full-time gnome right which is still absolutely amazing and i am still so beyond happy that i am as well and and i think at least from bits of conversation uh this is a wheel that is going to continue to to roll Mm. um and i think it's one of those things where it uh as it continues to roll it gets bigger and bigger and bigger oh yeah so yeah uh, absolutely happy about that Yes, very much so. I only had a couple other notes on this. I feel like episodes of Cincy Broadcast, Shift Beers, whatever, that you and I are involved in, I almost feel like I'm too close to it to where the recap isn't as... I don't, I, don't, I don't pick out as much as if it's my very first time hearing what's going on. Well, the other thing, too, is that I understand for this event that in our... In our in our way of going about things that different different shows and opportunities, different podcasts and, and content and opportunities give us the opportunity to uh, go a little stray off course and, right, and right. do sort of do sort of fun and silly stuff. So this this was a fun event. Absolutely. But this was also a serious uh, uh, this was, this was a, a, a serious fun event in Agreed, in, yes. in uh, commemorating uh, Mike, and so uh, just pretty much telling the news mm-hmm. uh, is sort of where I felt we were going to go with this. Yeah, uh, yeah, there is there is definitely some humor uh, in the podcast. Uh, there's some humor as well, be, and, and I'll just go ahead and before you yeah, um, yeah. finish up with the notes that look almost exactly like mine. Man, uh, that's amazing. I know it's amazing. Well, we were both there. It's true. So, uh, so of course our notes are the same. But this leads into something. So, <laughs> as I was sitting at the table and I had just sort of gotten up and, and helped with, I mean, assisting mm-hmm. you and in, in setting up all the, the, the raffle sort of things and all of that. And I was sitting there and uh, Gnome was putting all of his podcast equipment together mm-hmm. and setting up. And then he pointed and said, Marco, are you need a co-host? And I'm like, yep. Uh, well, Julia wasn't just sitting there watching us. No. Julia was busy. No, I was I was very busy. What were you doing, Julia? I was running the raffle table, the raffle booth. So yeah. I was kind of keeping an eye on stuff, making sure that people that walked up, I would explain what the raffle was about, how much tickets were, you know, they could put in everything, where the money's going, what, you know, Big Sis is about if they asked, you know, oh, is it just about Brewhouse Dog Bones? Because that, w- that was the main focus for the raffle itself. Big Sis right. wasn't... I don't want to say it wasn't tied to the raffle because it was. That's why the whole event was taking place. But no one wanted to make sure that people didn't get bogged down in kind of too much information, too many events happening all at the same time, even though they were all very tied together. So, right. so I was trying to make sure that all the like raffle sets, each gift basket that all the local breweries and businesses had donated were together enough to where you could tell that the Ryan guy's hoodie didn't go with the new Ales t-shirt, you know, right. make sure everything was separated. How many I, people did you confuse by telling everybody that every brewery was on the west side? Oh, uh, all of them. <laughs> like, I, I think Cartridge, all west their, side. Yeah, west side. Oh, you yeah, could where's, walk, yeah you, where's, where's Alexander Brewing? West side of Cincinnati. Side. They're like, you could walk what? to west yeah. side, uh, yeah, Humble Monk, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Higher Gravity. Yeah, you could... Uh, 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 Urban artifact. Oh yeah, and hit I'm, I'm up cartridge you. just down it's the block. Just, just right down the block. It's it's right there. It's, it's, it's right just there. right there. It's right there. Yeah, but no, and they I have was, food, so you know. So it's all good. It's yeah. fine. So if you get tired or hungry while you're walking, that that I swear it's only like a block. Like yeah. you can practically see it from here. Imagine someone trying to walk from oh, God. <laughs> humble monk to cartridge. Technically, with all the connectors, with like the Wasson Wave Trail and the Little Miami Bike Trail and all that, they're slowly connecting everything together. They are, yes. Eventually you will. It'll still take you a long-ass time. Right. But eventually you can, and you can do it safely without you being on the You might need or something. I don't know. Yeah, it might be a several-day walk, but, you know, you can you can do it. So, yeah, so <laughs> I was I was helping to uh, to take care of all the, the raffle stuff, the raffle I think one of the 
most fun parts was when you know, wonderful woman from Braxton came up and said, do you know how long this, this is going to be over here, like in the spot that we had set up? And I'm like, I have no idea. I just showed up to help, and I'm, I'm just helping. She's like, okay, because the band that's going to be playing is going to set up here, and they need two hours to set up. So by 5 o'clock, we need all this stuff moved somewhere. And I'm like, oh, Okay, you well, know, this is and another, we made it happen. This is another was, funny tangent <laughs> about these bands. <laughs> these bands needing two hours to set up, right? You know why they need two hours to set up? I have no idea, because they are too into themselves, I guess. I have no idea. Why do you need two hours to set up? Because you bring in one piece of your drum kit, and then you have a beer. And then you bring in your cymbals, and then you have a beer. How about get over And yourselves? then you roll in your mic stand, and bringing, then you get a beer. How about bring that in is your why. stuff, plug it up, <laughs> set it up, sound check, and go? What do you need two hours for? Uh, it, was, it, was, it was a lot of fun. Um, and it's not just them. I mean, I've no, personally no, been involved it's, it's with fine. other groups. It's like, what? Oh, I see them setting up. What time do they start? Seven. Oh, and I'm like, tomorrow it's morning. three. Like, what? what are we doing? What is happening here? <laughs> We made we made it work. It was fine. It was it was great. Um, some of the how you mentioned Two like there was some God. What the you mentioned some of the humor in in kind of the podcast and all sure. that. So I just want to throw out a couple of those tidbits and then talk talk a little bit more about the event itself and our experiences sure. as participants in both going to the event, enjoying the beer, and as you know, like we just talked about helping out with being on the podcast with the raffle table, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, cheers to 20-piece Nug Nights. Ah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you get to find out how Marco learned how to listen to podcasts. Ah, uh, yes. Which was, I'm amazed. I am amazed, and I am impressed, and I am so proud of you. It wasn't. I didn't know all those details. It wasn't as hard as uh, <laughs> getting, getting to the, to west, the side, west side. Which was. Yeah. And uh, I am terrible at trivia under duress. It was the ticking. It was the ticking. The I, t- the t- t- I swear t- to God, t- I, I, my, my palms are starting to sweat again. We, we, need, we need to not do this. Okay. Um, and also the, uh, the promo, the commercial break ah, that Gnome did. That's worth the listen right there is the commercial. There is a little Easter Well, I don't I say Easter egg. I'm going to tell you exactly what it <laughs> There's is. There's a little Easter egg. A- <laughs> or two, whatever. <laughs> You get it? The two? I, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like the hand motion you did there. That was, <laughs> that was great. Anyway, use promo code GNOME at manscaped.com. 20% off your order and free shipping worldwide to your little tiki hut where you need to keep your uh, gardening in check. Yeah. There you go. But uh, no, well, while they were doing that, I didn't realize he was going to be doing that. I don't think you didn't know he was going to be doing that. Live no. In front of like almost his In the parents. moment. Well, his, his parents weren't there yet. They would have walked in. To listen to Gnome talking about his grooming habits, which I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But you can you can hear me cracking up in the background. So I'm like, <laughs> oh shit, he's actually doing this. So in he, Braxton's tap room, in front of there was there was an engagement party happening. There like was two tables over from. No, right in front of us though. <laughs> it was right in front of us. The engagement party oh, was right so, in front of us. That's so amazing. So and he had two speakers. Yep. And before we got started, the tap room had a decent number of people in it. Sure. But as we went along, it started to get really packed. Yes, because it was the, a gorgeous day. It was yeah. great day, and to the point where. Even the speakers at the level that we started off at, you couldn't hear the podcast no. once we started to get, you know, the, the the tap room started to get busier. You just couldn't hear it. Like we were essentially doing it for ourselves because we had headsets on. Right. Well, I, I hope that that engagement party heard, if nothing else, how to get their their personal grooming products at a discount. Promo code GNOME at manscaped.com. I still want to get their, uh, they have a new body buff, like it's a... Like body wash and like scrubber combo oh, yeah? thing out. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm wondering if I can. How many times can you use the code when you're shipping to the same address? I may have to test this and find out. Yeah, I mean, you, it's still active. It's still live. Well, right, but sometimes like returning customers, it's only like only new customers. I don't know oh. if that's the case or not. So I'm gonna okay. have to. Uh, well, I won't dog it if we don't know. Yes, absolutely. Okay. That's uh, that's all for the actual episode. Yes. Content, but as as we have made a couple jokes about, Marco made it over to the west side, and oh then Lord. I drove uh, me, Marco, myself, Marco, and my Josh down to Braxton for the yeah. event. 
Marco's never really been to the West Side. And what was what well, did, Marco's what never had you... to drive himself to the West Side. <laughs> what did you, as you were leaving to go home after the event, after you know we got back to my house and you were heading, well, I would say home, but heading up here to Summit Park to help out with their October. That was it. Uh, that was a surprise. Yeah, I got uh, sent the bat signal. Summoned. Yes, you saved the day. Uh, I helped. I don't know day. if I saved the day. I helped. But as you were driving past me when you were leaving, what did you scream at me out of your car window? What question? Rhetorical question. You weren't really looking for an answer. Why does nobody park in their driveway? <laughs> it's like nobody parks in the damn driveway. And the streets aren't big enough for two ways. It's so stupid. What are you doing on the west side? I got off, like, the, first of all, I went on the lateral. Jesus God. No, not the lateral, the viaduct. Oh, the western, viaduct. The, the viaduct. Hill. Mark, so if you're I familiar with the west side. I get confused because I don't know what the shit is with the shit. <laughs> so I went on the viaduct, and my palms were sweating. Yeah. Got off the viaduct. These weak arms are heavy. He's <laughs> vomiting on your sweater already. I, Sorry. My palms were sweating. I almost, I was, I was getting the urge to vomit, uh, oh and then I, I turned on in the street, and the entire block on that street, everybody's driver's side rearview mirror it's was gone. crushed off. It was just crushed, and the first car, the first car literally had their bumper <laughs> cracked, and the and the the driver's side rearview mirror gone. I was like, what is, what is going happening? on here? Uh, well, you see, I didn't I, know the west side of, of <laughs> Ohio was Detroit. So, uh, what the I shit? Mean, you know, it's it is what it is. I thought that so I forgot from where you where you live, it would throw you on like Reagan to seventy four that way to seventy five. I thought it would just pop you out on seventy one, which would be a fairly straight shot. Like yeah, you'd still be you know doing some stuff, but you wouldn't have to deal with the Western Hills Viaduct, Queen City Avenue. I apologize for the harrowing experience. So when Marco was headed home, I made sure to rewrite his GPS to take him 71. And he was like, thank you so much for that. Treated me like a child (laughs) who just learned how to drive. No, no, no. Don't go this way. And then got in there and rerouted my uh, GPS. Oh, my God. And that was a much easier drive. Yes. It was much easier. If if I would have known that it was going to take you the way that it took you, I would have said, no, 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 no. Get on to 71 and then turn your GPS on and it'll be fine. <laughs> I almost vomited yeah. on the way there, on the way to your we house. We should all be grateful that Marco is still here to uh, here with us today after after that experience. No, I'm good. But I'm no, good. We, we had a great it's just time. A th- at- I've talked about it before. Sure, I, like, sure. I have anxiety about driving places I'm, I'm not familiar with and... Uh, you know, but anyways, it 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 was a it was an experience. I braved it, and, and people are saying, "Well, why didn't you just go to Braxton? Uh, didn't I just explain that? <laughs> didn't I just explain that?" Okay, Julia drove to Braxton. I did, because I figure if Marco is willing to go there, I am willing for him to meet at my house, and I will drive part way. And I even told him, I'm like, if you go right to Braxton, it'll actually be, probably be faster than if you come to my house. But here's the but other thing, is that when we got to the parking lot, it was a pay parking lot yep. that you had to use a fucking QR code for. Was like, I think what there was, is I think there was like an actual shit. card reader like next to where we parked. But but yes, it was it was a whole thing. I didn't want Marco to have to worry about any more than just getting Remember the days of parking location. attendants? Like yes. you'd go and there'd be somebody at a booth and you'd pay them and you could park in a spot. <laughs> it's like, why do we, what, what, are, what, the, what, what's going what on here? F? What the F? I mean, that was so easy. And now it's, you know, you got to use a QR code and, and pay and shit. <laughs> the last time I had, <laughs> last time I had to do that was at uh, Esoteric and I spent 15 minutes. You okay? No, my phone's doing stupid shit. You want, you want me to see if I can help? Sure. You're good with technology. <laughs> <laughs> it's, why, is it do, why, is it, why is it not doing anything at all? Ah, uh, it's the flux capacitor, Julia. Oh, can you, do you know how to reset that for me? Yeah. All right. So was there anything else on uh, the Cincinnati Brewcast? I just want to say that the if you haven't been to Braxton, the rooftop is pretty sweet. It is gorgeous. It is a pretty sweet rooftop. Um, 
tap rooms under undergone some changes. Uh, it's very nice, yeah. uh, and uh, the beer was was fantastic. Agreed. Well, I said Cincinnati Broadcast, so let's cheers and we drink. do have to cheers. And then we will take a quick break, and we will be back to talk about the shiftiest of beers. Sounds good. We made it back. Back. Once again. Back. Was Thanks. that in question? No, we're not really. No. No. I don't think we even stood up from the table. We just had some stuff to talk about and some fruit flies to capture. Somebody Ooh. called me soft about something on uh, Twitter. Yeah, they did. I didn't think it was fair. But. Fair? They, <laughs> they said it before I act. <laughs> just want to say hey putting using ketchup as a spaghetti for your beer is mm -hmm. not soft it's all a matter of personal taste well if you followed <laughs> that twitter interaction they made a joke about something that was in the background of a photo yeah and then i made the comment that i was going to spaghetti with it and yeah, like, it was you're not because you're gonna you're soft you're soft i'm like oh that, that like action shot picture you posted i'm like like I'm watching this like literally with my hand like to my head <laughs> shaking my head and Josh is just like what are you reading what are you looking and I'm like this is what Mark is doing why is he doing that I'm like yeah. there, there are no answers just want to let you know somebody at the bar <laughs> asked if I was making a michelada oh yeah they said oh are you making a michelada sure okay. uh actually and I went in and told them about poor, the... Poor man's spaghetti. About, yeah, about what was going on there. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. And then I did challenge somebody, and they, they absolutely, uh, they said they no. They shot you down. They're just like, absolutely not. Yeah. No. Which really Which is the right answer. Is But it? it's so benign right, that, I right. mean... Yeah. I was going to say, get your kids involved to help you make You know, when I, when I shouted that person out or challenged that person, I knew they were going to shut it down, so sure. the whole thing was going to stop. You knew your stop. You had your exit strategy. Exactly. And that was it. Yes, exactly. Because I knew that Good if there call. were other, if I challenged some of these other people, they would do it. They would do it. Yeah. Do you think I would have done it? Uh, yes. Oh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I have done plenty of dumb things in my life. And that's so benign. And it really is. I mean, it's... it really, really is. Good God. All right. You ready to talk about shift beers? Yeah. I thought we were. So, but anyway, oh, yeah, let's we kind of, we kind of, we, yeah, we, we were, we were, just not the episode. Right. Yes. So episode 100, huge congrats to them. Uh, 100 hundo. episodes of brain melting content. No, it's, it's, it's awesome. It's fun. One of these days we are going to catch this goddamn fruit fly that is in here. And it's, and we're going to. It's like the Highlander of fruit flies. It's like <laughs> there can be only one. <laughs> And it can be only flying only around flying. us. Mother. Mother. Oh, my gosh. So this was uh, this episode was gas station singles and bring your own adjuncts from the gas station. Yeah. So they kind of up the ante on on the bring your own adjuncts. Dude, I'm just going to say I saw two of them. There is more than one. Ooh. Yes. Maybe they're, maybe they're dueling it out to be oh, the last one. Be the right last here. one. So should we let them duel it out so we only have to kill one, or do we just go after both of them and say fuck it? They must die. They must die. Okay. Uh, let's see. I'm just gonna say it right from the okay. right from the start. Tell me. Uh, Tell they us. went soft on the adjuncts. They did. I know that. I don't want to spoil anything mm -hmm. for future notes, like in the next few minutes. I know that there was some uh, discomfort. Mm -hmm. um, Near I, death. I also know uh, a story that uh, happened afterward oh. that I'll tell you off air. Yes, yes, please do. Uh, but uh, they went soft. I think some of the softness was because, like, they put, they put a definite limitation on themselves. So saying not only do you have to find a gas station single, easy enough, but finding an adjunct that you can only buy at a gas station as well. Well, no, that you had to buy it at the gas station. Well, that's what I'm there saying. There are all that, of these that, things that you could find other places. Right. But I think that they felt very limited on 
they didn't have their horizons broad enough because at a gas station you could find a lot more things to I mean you almost had with I mean there's so many different <laughs> things they could have picked like yes um not, not a single roller hot dog there wasn't a roller hot dog no uh, they could have gotten uh, uh, a beef jerky stick. Yeah. I mean. A buskin cookie. A buskin cookie. Those are always at like by the checkout counter, little smiley face cookies. One of those quote unquote like energy pills. <laughs> oh my the, God, a yellow jacket. A yellow jacket. <laughs> a yellow jacket and a beer. Oh my a God. A yellow jacket and a oh beer. Oh my God. That's... Be better. Do better. Oh man. Well, the show started off with a bang. With. A drunk line, two drunk yes. calls. Yes, yes. That they're like, we need to know who this is. You need to reach out to us. You said you wanted to be our best friend or that we are best friends, but they were like clueless about it. So uh, I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think the mic's still hot, but that that drunk line call that we paid for on Fiverr was worth every single it was, it was. It was really good. That was really good. Yeah. She did an amazing job. Amazing so job. I'll, I, I'll see if I can tip her. Because right. phenomenal, phenomenal. And then maybe next week another call. Oh, that'd be good. We yeah. could do another one. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Beth saved Hoots and Ops. As she we know, did. she would. I mean, she saves every episode of Shift Beers she's on. Yep. She saves just the the group in general. So hell mm-hmm. yeah, of course she's gonna save. Way to go, Beth. Of course she's gonna save the place Hold that on. they don't work at. Thank you, Beth. Thank, Thank you, Beth. Beth. Thank you, Beth. Beth. Beth is the best. Hands down, full stop, no question. I don't even know why I wrote down any notes after that point. What else really was there to talk about for episode 100 of Shift Beers other than Beth saving the day and her house being full of Here I come to save the day. (laughs) I felt like most of this episode was more about them trying to get the adjuncts that they picked out of their packaging. I mean, good God. Than about, than about drinking the beers or the beers or the adjuncts themselves. Yes. And <laughs> then they also teased the Patreon. Yes. which Patreon don't, content. Don't you worry. If they ever post whatever they're going to post, uh, you'll, you'll, you'll get it from me. Okay. Sweet. Suck a chip beers. I'm sharing my Patreon yeah. with Marco. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> Uh, let's see. They um, it, it was a very ASMR full show. Yeah, I guess you could say there was a whole lot of both pleasant sounds <laughs> from them preparing things and getting the adjuncts together and pouring the beers. Some of it was great. Yeah. Other for sure. sounds, most of the ones coming from you know Brian's mic, not so great. He has it rough. He does have it rough. I mean, we man, said it before. He, Look, man, care about you. You should go see a GI guy. Yeah, you really, really should. I mean, he... GI that, guy. He, <laughs> instead of Brian the brewer guy, <laughs> Brian the GI guy. Yeah. <laughs> he... he they, tried to, they tried to do the Brian the brewer guy. They did. They did. But he did give some some good science tips on... Yeah, so he talked about nucleation points, Julia. Exactly. He dropped, some, he dropped a nucleation point on us. Oh, a hell of a knowledge bomb right there. Yeah. Yes. Knowledge bomb. Very nice. But he also died partway through the right. show, and Beth's cat tried to eat him. Yeah. Because cats are savage, and they will eat anything. Well, they are They're, always really plotting to kill you yes and then once you die they're just like they're they're like well you're mine now dinner time yeah they're opportunistic feeders so i mean they see an opportunity like you know a dead brine on the floor and they take it your soul is mine (laughs) Uh, let's see what else did we have for this episode because our notes are exactly the same yeah lee gave them like a huge party pack i mean that like is a trunk load badass. of beer. Yes, yes, yes. So I am excited to see what they decide to do with it all. Because it, by this time, Brian was already passed out. Like, he had already left this earth. He was no longer with us. I mean, the cat, I think, was halfway through chewing one of his cheeks off. He got to the point where the, the, the dead body had inflated with gas. <laughs> it hit second rigor. Yeah. Or maybe that was just Corey. I don't know. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? You, you can cut it out. That's fine. Mm, no. Okay. It's staying. It's staying. 
just really. <laughs> <laughs> there the were eight. a couple of Corey interactions. There were. There were. There were some amazing sounding food bites that Corey was. I don't know if he actually had them present for the gang or if they were talking about like some of the stuff that he was going to be making or had made. But my God, how do we get him to show up here at higher gravity on a Tuesday night with a, a plate or a bowl or a, uh, of anything that that man makes? The other thing is, uh, does Corey, do, do Corey and Beth have the tools necessary to create these pits, uh, these uh, moats and troughs and everything uh, to stop the kids ripping the bikes <laughs> through their yard. <laughs> I don't know because they talked about what were in their cabinets, <laughs> and it wasn't it wasn't much food related. So <laughs> <laughs> talking about murdering teenagers, <laughs> like tearing through their yard and pits. And oh my god! Just it depends on what the roll of the, roll of the dice does. Mm. Yeah. 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 The dice. What else? Uh, Shift Malorts is probably going to be a thing. Yeah. New new I'm, podcast, Shift Malorts. I'm not sure if I'm excited or terrified for when that happens, but it'll be a good time. As long as it's not in a dive bar, then I'd probably be on board for, you know, uh, taking in the content or well, participating. It, it, uh, let's see. What else was there? Shift Malorts, Lee's, the, the biggest champagne of beers bottle can. Yeah. Package whatever. Justin Cheney's jealous. Uh, he really is. Although we ran into Justin Cheney down at uh, at Braxton. We and did, and he's okay and after he is that. Okay, he. Uh, but he may not be a champagne and beer guy anymore. Yeah, it seems like maybe he's moving up in the world. Well, moving or at least over. His beer taste. Moving over. Moving over to the garage. <laughs> all of the garage, all the time. Uh, let's see. Whipped cream makes everything better unless you're lactose intolerant. Right. That was... I don't know why it was even a discussion, whether it was real cream and whipped cream or not. Right. Well, there is... There is artificial. You can get, like, coconut milk whipped cream. You can get whipped cream that's not dairy. So, I guess specifying is not necessarily out of... Uh, out of scope for it. I don't know. I got nothing. So, I only have two more notes, and one of those is the burp count. Okay. All right. That's all I had. All right. The, it was a fun episode. It just, there was a lot of kind of downtime in the episode while they were putting the adjuncts into the beers. So, uh, and the other we thing just is, we want to be honest about that. And we also don't want to give away anything. Exactly. Exactly. And so much of the episode relies on those very specific things that when we don't want to mention them to give away the hilarity that they had. It just leads to kind of a, a bit of a, of a shorter recap. But I did want to ask you, Marco, do you remember which of these three things was not an adjunct that they brought to okay. put into their beer? Was it A, did they not bring hot and spicy pickles? Did they not bring Tums? Because, you know, GI boy, as we talked earlier. Right. Or did they not bring something ridiculously basic like M&M's? And I have one more to add. Did Ooh. they not bring... Uh, Are you going to give us the D? Yes. Yes, Marco's D. Like, bring I'm it on. I'm bringing <laughs> the D. So Julia gave you options A, B, and C, yes. and I'm giving you option D. Did they not bring no-dos? Because <sighs> we already talked about yellow jackets, so we know that that was not one of them. But right. they, I mean, they could have gone harder with the adjuncts, but they also could have gone even softer. So... Listen to the mm-hmm. episode and let us know what you think. Ooh, you hear who's singing? I, I do not. I have headphones on. It's Michael McDonald. Nice. Uh, anyway, so, yeah. Uh, uh, hit us up on social media. Let us know uh, what your choice is. Yes. And we'll let you know you're wrong. Yeah, pretty and much. Pretty much. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. All that's left now is... The burp count. The burp count, yes, which Shift Beers explained what that was. So all we have to do is give you the numbers, and you can either, based on these numbers, have a really good time listening to this episode of Shift Beers or not. Episode 100 of Shift Beers, gas station singles and bring your own adjuncts, they had a grand total of only 62 burps. I think, and I even felt like they were trying. Yes. Well, some of them were... Holy hell. Epic. I mean, it's, yes. 
I mean, the ones they had were great. Mm-hmm. So it was more of a quality over quantity situation. It was good. Like, yeah, it, it was good. good. So that equates to 124 ounces of whatever you're, you're as enjoying. good as House, House of the Dragons or Goblins. You like dragons? Goblins. Goblins. Okay. Yeah. Which totals down to 7.75 pints of your favorite libation during this episode of Shift Beers. Excellent. So pretty well done. I mean, you're very good. You're having you're having a good time, no doubt about it. Nah, that's 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 on your way there. <laughs> Depending on what you drink, you might be there. <laughs> exactly. Depending or pay, on or, what you might drink, you might get brined. Or or yeah, yeah, you might you might end up dead. And Brian, you might end up like, care about you, man. Yeah, Go we see do. somebody. We do. All right. Well, that is all that we had for this episode of Truth, Beer, and Pot Sequences. That's it. We hope that you enjoyed coming along this ride with us. If it's your first time listening, we hope you had fun. If you're a repeat listener, thank you, thank you, thank you for coming back week in and week out. We love you so very much. If you would like to support the podcast, like, review, subscribe, share, tell your friends, your neighbors, your dogs, your dog's friends all of that good stuff all of them we are at truth beer pod on all the social media platforms you can email us truthbeerpod at gmail.com if you have a complaint about the show send those to at raging hop on twitter and if you would like to throw a couple bucks our way to buy us a pint or just to help us pay for some of the new equipment that we just bought you can do that at truthbeerpod.com there is a blue buy us a pint link other than that marco Julia. What are you going to be doing next Tuesday? Next Tuesday, I'm going to be getting together with you after the Gnarly Gnomes Oktoberfest Quest Live at Fretboard on Monday. And then we are going to be recapping all the locally based Cincinnati Craft Beer Podcasts. I can't wait. See you there. Cheers. Cheers.